Hello everybody, welcome to the Foghorn podcast. This is a podcast where I interview real people about real conversations and it's all about authenticity and humour. In series one, I interview 18 to 24 year olds who share their challenging experiences they went through during their teenage years. They talk about how they overcame these experiences and what would have helped them overcome them more easily. In doing this, I'm hoping to help other teenagers who are going through similar experiences now. I hope you enjoy listening to this podcast and you get value from it as much as I have enjoyed making it. Thank you so much and see you there. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Foghorn podcast. Today with us we have Ria who is currently double majoring in communication and psychology at the University in Buffalo. She is going to share with us today an experience she went through in her early teens when she suffered from low self-esteem. Um, she talks about the constant comparing that really made her lose her confidence. And she will share with us today what helped her and how she overcame this and how she built her self-confidence and became the person she is today. Thank you so much. Hi, Ria. Thank you so much for coming on the Foghorn podcast today. It's a pleasure to have you here. Yes, I'm excited. And what would you like to share with us today? So today I'll be sharing about self-esteem issues, about my self-esteem issue that I faced during my early teen years when I was 14 to 15. And um, there were a lot of factors that contributed to this, but one of the most influential factor would probably be set comparison. Comparison uh, would be like my self-comparison when I compared myself with other girls in my class. Uh, so, you know, I compared myself on terms of, in terms of like beauty and the way I looked um, and also the social groups that girls had and what I had and a lot of other things. And uh, also my parents and my family compared me with other people, uh, especially my brother who's two years older to me uh, in terms of academics. Uh, especially during 10th and I mean, I was studying my 10th grade, which is uh, one of the most important years of, in the Indian education system because the grades are also, the results of the grades are also asked for college education. So it's really important to score high. So that's, that was a period where education was really important. My academics, I had to score well. And how old were so, you at this time? I was around, I think I was 14 to 15. 14, I would say 15. 15. Okay, okay. Yeah. And so... Yeah. Yeah, so my parents compared myself with my brother who was better at me when doing, you know, math and physics, while I was good at, you know, memorizing. So I was good at biology and social science. So uh, because I wasn't good at math and he was good at math, it was kind of like a way of me. I kind of felt inferior because of that. I felt I wasn't smart enough. Yeah. Well, and is that how so, it started? So the comparison between you and your brother from your parents led you to start comparing yourself in other areas of your life yes so my brother I mean I guess the comparison existed like the comparison uh, of me and my brother actually happened uh, from a long time but uh, this was a time when it affected me a lot because it had a lot to do with me because 10th grade was really important so I really took it inside I really started thinking about it and then I started comparing myself with a lot of other things uh, with other girls in my class 
about, you know, like I said, beauty and the possessions and uh, the social connections and groups that they had and which I had. So it was, you know, that's how the whole spiral started. And, and how were you feeling at that time when you were being compared and you were comparing yourself? Like what thoughts were going through your head and how were you feeling? I, because I wasn't able to do as well as the other kids in my class or as well as my brother in terms of math and physics, I felt really uh, insecure. Like I felt I had an issue within me. Like I was the problem. Like I wasn't smart enough. I was not born smart enough. Like I had some inherent issue in me and I remember feeling very disadvantaged. And um, so I also felt like I needed to put in way more effort, way more work than anybody else in the world because I wasn't good enough. So I was just feeling not good enough during that time. Yeah. Wow. And how did that impact you, impact your life, not feeling good enough? Well, it had... So it had consequences in different areas of my life because this once this feeling comes in, it impacts every area of your life, honestly. I I felt like I wasn't good. I had to like think two to three times before I spoke because I might say something stupid. And I had to like really depend on other people. That's what I felt because uh, I wasn't good enough. So this was, so I felt like I couldn't, I wasn't dependable. And I wasn't, you know, someone who I might, I could trust on for, you know, uh, dealing with emotional issues or other issues in life so that's what that's why like the whole feeling of I'm not good enough was always there during these two years 14 and 15 yeah wow and it sounds like you're under a lot of pressure as well so you had the pressure yes I definitely had a lot of pressure to perform well and along with that the self-esteem issues really drowned me together I felt really bad during those times Wow. And how, how did you overcome this, these feelings and this situation? So, yeah. So, um, so my family is a Christian Catholic family. And so praying was something that we usually do together. And also we go to churches together. We uh, attend a lot of retreats conducted by the church. So I would often hear priests say something like, God loves you and God will always be there for you. And God accepts you no matter what you are. God loves you more than even you loving yourself. So this thought, this, this little faith that I had in God, that it really helped me. And this faith that God is always going to be there with me, even if I'm not good enough, he is going to be there with me and complete me. And whatever I do is going to be uh, amazing at the end because he is with me. This faith really helped me overcome a lot of my issues during that time. And um, I felt like even though there was no one, even though I wasn't really qualified to be in this world because, you know, definitely because of my self-esteem issues, I felt I wasn't qualified. Wow. Uh, God was still there to hold me and take me. There was someone to accept me at the end. Yes. Wow. That's, so having, that's amazing. So having somebody else that believed in you, accepted you is what yes. helped you. Yes. But the real transformation in me happened when I attended a five-day residential retreat. So this, the retreat center was a bit far away from my house in India. So we had, it was like an eight-hour journey there. And so we had to stay there. I was, I, I went there with my mom. So, cause she was also not feeling so good during those times cause she lost her job. So uh, we went there together and um, like the priests of the, at, the retreat, at the retreat center asked us to not talk to each other, especially don't talk to your family members because you don't want to 
you know, waste even a minute of these five days. You want to pray to God. You want to uh, talk to yourself and meditate to just think about the kind of life you want to live after the retreat, live a more different life, live a better life in Christ. And so in these five, in these five days, there were many sessions uh, in the retreat. And uh, one of those most important and most influential and even the most challenging session was the forgiveness session. It was a session where you had to think about the decisions that you've taken that hurt yourself as well as others. And you had to like write it down and forgive yourself. So you had to forgive yourself for everything that you've done and give yourself another chance in Christ that you could lead a better life. This part was really hard because I tend to, uh, you know, downlook, downplay my role in when I, when it comes to hurting other people. And the second part of this session was when you had to write down everybody's names who have hurt you in your lives and in your life and you forgive them one by one. It was all this part was also really hard, but I tried my best. And towards the end, I felt really, really happy. I never knew forgiveness could bring you so much happiness. And I did feel extremely happy. It was internal happiness. I felt, I felt blessed. Like there was no reason to be happy, but I was happy. It was really, really a very strong healing moment for me. Wow. And it sounds like when you said blessed, you were feeling grateful as well. Yes, I was. I was definitely feeling grateful uh, for the retreat. I was very grateful for God for as he healed me through the retreat. Wow. Yes. So it's like a, that was like a turning point in your life. And how yes. old were you when you went to the retreat? I would say I was f- 15. No, wow. I was 16. around that time. Yes. Wow. And what would you have liked your parents to have known or your teachers to have known before you went to the retreat, when you were feeling that you weren't good enough and you were under pressure? Like, what would you have liked them to have known or said to you or done for you? So um, here I will be talking about comparison because, like I said, it was one of the biggest factors for my low self-esteem and low self-image. So I feel the words that you choose when you compare people uh, really matter. And comparison has its benefits and it also has its demerits. So in my case, when I was compared, uh, I did realize that I I realized my position in my class and that I need to work more to get better in my grades. Uh, But at the same time, it broke me because of the kind of words my the people who compared me used. So. um, So instead of saying something like you're not good at math or you're not good enough or you're dumb, you're not smart enough as your brother other people who compared me could have said something like okay so your brother is good at math your brother is good at analysis your brother's good at logical thinking but you're good at memorizing you're good at biology you're good at uh, social studies you just need to do a little more work and then you'll be fine and you know in both the sides you'll be better at all your subjects so i feel you know a bit more encouraging way of comparing people would help people really uh, do better rather than feeling low about themselves. Wow. And what about your teachers? Could they have done anything to make it easier for you? Um, I would say my teachers actually encouraged me. They didn't really compare me with other people because they actually saw me working hard. Um, so my teachers didn't have a big role in this. Oh, but wow. When That's I interesting. Also, mm-hmm. But also uh, when I saw my teachers comparing other people, like I was okay in the class. I was actually doing quite fine. Uh, and, but uh, 
the teachers, I saw them comparing uh, two students in the class who weren't, like one person was good and one person was bad. And that wasn't very nice. Uh, so when you're comparing people, just tell them, let's just encourage them rather than making them feel low. So, Do you think there's any value in comparing anyway, full stop? Like maybe we don't need to compare anybody. I, I would say a constructive comparison is fine. Like as in where you just tell them that, okay, this person is here, you're here. I, I think being a little competitive, uh, this competitive feeling is something that is fueled by comparison and being competitive is fine. But you need to know the limits and you need to know where you have to like stop feeling that competitive. Yeah. What advice would you or what advice would you give to your teens? Um, what advice would you give to teens who are going through similar um, situations and similar feelings of low self-esteem, not feeling good enough? Like what's your message? I would say uh, you should spend more time meditating and talking to yourself and self-reflecting in your lives. Uh, think about those situations that you were really hurt. Uh, think about those situations where, you know, people have, you know, hurt you with their words. And don't just take everything in as it is. You know, think about the context and why people have actually said that to you. And you should try to be your the, the first person you would go to when you have an emotional issue. So you should be your emotion manager. So you should try to become strong through the situations that you face in your life. And the best way to do that is to just self-meditate and talk to yourself about everything that you're going through in life. You could also keep a diary if you don't, if you feel uncomfortable talking to yourself and just, you know, go through everything together with yourself. Make, you, make yourself feel comfortable and make yourself feel strong through you know, your self-reflection. Also, you could um, talk to someone who is older than you, someone who you, are, you, who you trust and you're comfortable being around with. It could be a parent, it could be a relative, or it could be you know, an older friend, whoever it is. And the person who you're talking to should also be having good, who should also have good intentions. Like uh, you should be able to judge a person and then through their actions and then uh, choose them as the person who you are going to share your thoughts with and then uh, you know confide in them tell them your issues and try to you know get their responses work out a solution for the problems that you're facing you mentioned yeah. about talking to yourself that's very interesting what kind of things do you think you should say to yourself when you're going through or any time in your life like what things should you say to yourself so um, let's say you're struggling with something um, you should just tell yourself, okay, I'm a work in progress. I can do this. It is going to happen. And I can be anything I want, do anything I want through just work, hard work. And I just tell yourself that you're good enough. Tell yourself, you should say that to yourself because, you know, if you don't say this, someone else is going to come and say you're not good enough and you're going to internalize it because we tend to internalize negative comments more than internalizing positive comments right so tell yourself negative I mean positive things before someone says something negative and it comes in your mind and wow. you goes through yeah wow that's a great that's a great way to end this I am good enough I am good enough and the power of words do you have anything else to say before we leave um, just a small note for parents of uh, parents with teens um, I believe you should 
love your child a lot, especially during the teenage years, because they themselves are really confused and they are, uh, you know, going through a lot of struggles, like internal struggles as well as external struggles. So yes, they might be a little inconsistent in their behaviors. Yes, they might be very um, emotional sometimes. They might have emotional outbursts, but you should love them and be patient with them during this time. Because if you don't love them, then they will go out and try to fill the gap with something else, maybe alcohol or drugs or pornography or something that makes them feel better. So I want parents and relatives to be the first people that they go to in their lives whenever they have issues. So this really good bonding between parents and teenagers, I mean, parents and their kids should be strengthened during teenage. They should, you know, parents should be a constant support and, you know, guide for their children. So just love them more and more during this time. Make them feel more confident and, you know, better when you're with them. Wow, that sounds great. And I'm sure many teens or parents listening to this will really benefit. Thank you so much, Ria. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to the Foghorn podcast. If you have got any value from this, please can you follow me on Spotify and give me a great rating on Apple. Thank you so much and see you on the next episode.